What's going on, guys? My name is Brian Sanchez, and welcome back to the NFL Rundown. Monday after week one, I'm going to start calling this Overreaction Monday. Man, so many professional overreactors this morning on Twitter, on the worldwide leader in sports, ESPN, uh, you know, all those sports talk places. And we'll get into a little bit of that. Um, I may have one or two overreactions here, but just a quick reminder, thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. Uh, if you are not subscribed, make sure you're subscribed. Uh, we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and of course, signalpointmedia.com. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at, at the NFLRD. That is at the NFLRD on Twitter. Um, man, week one, tons of action. So much fun to be back watching football, uh, having an adult beverage, some snacks, uh, pizza rolls. My brother made some really awesome chili as well. Uh, it's September in Texas. It's still 90 degrees outside, but chili it is because it's football. And craziness happened yesterday. Um, Washington beats Philly 27-17. Come on. Who had that one? Jacksonville beats Indianapolis 27-20. Didn't expect that one either. And Chicago upsetting the Detroit Lions 27-23. That was a fun game down to the end to watch on the Red Zone channel. Switching back and forth. Uh, Cleveland with a crazy performance in Baltimore. Oh, wait, no, that didn't happen. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, Cleveland. 38-6. Baltimore over the Browns. Um, we'll recap my picks here in a little bit. I did pretty good on my picks. Uh, so we'll get to that. Uh, but the two, the two big headlines, the big things that I want to talk about today, uh, one is from the late game last night. And then, of course, as you guys may know by now, I am a Bucks fan. I try to be impartial. And I'm about to show you how impartial I actually can be when it comes to my Bucks, because we'll talk Tom Brady and that offense. But first, the Rams-Cowboys game last night. First game in SoFi Stadium, and the Rams beat the Cowboys 20-17. So many people overreacting to the hiring of the new coaching staff, and you have all these pieces, and everyone says, this looks exactly like Jason Garrett and the old Cowboys. And the offense was lethargic. And, I mean, say what you want about the offensive pass interference call at the end. Uh, I mean, you, you don't want to flag deciding the game. Sure, you don't want to no call deciding the game either. I mean, you know, whatever. To, to me, live, it looked like it was offensive pass interference on replay in slow motion. Yeah, there's an argument you could probably make. It's, it's a bit ticky-tacky. That's a tough one to call live uh, for a ref. So, you know, that one's tough. Going for it, fourth and three instead of kicking the field goal. If they miss it, as they did, you know, we're calling for jobs on Monday morning, overreacting. If they make it and they win the game, they go on to win the game, they're genius. They're genius, and this is the new Cowboys. Pump your brakes. Look, I said it last week, I think early on in the season, very often you're going to be seeing defenses with some upper hand stuff. Offenses are going to be lethargic for the most part. 
Patrick Mahomes and company excluded, obviously, putting up 34 points. But these are the first live reps that these offenses have gotten since last year, since last year's playoffs, or for some of these teams, the regular season. And for some of these teams, like we'll talk about in a little bit with the Bucks, they have new quarterbacks, new coaching staffs, new players, new wide receivers, rookies going out there, having no preseason uh, experience at all, nothing to compare this to, and their first live shots in the NFL count for the final record. And I know everyone has the same situation. Nobody really had organized team activities, and the preseason was weird. And there are some offenses that looked pretty good, but for the most part, I think the offenses are going to struggle in this early part of the season, and that's what we saw last night with the Cowboys. Give it time. They will find a rhythm, and they will be much better than what you saw last night. But again, with a similar situation to Houston going into Kansas City, the Rams are a pretty good team. I think people forget or maybe are just choosing not to acknowledge that the Rams have a pretty decent defense. I mean, Aaron Donald and company, Jalen Ramsey, I mean, come on, you know? So can you really blame the Dallas Cowboy offense for struggling a little bit against that defense? I can't. That being said, they do have a lot of work to do, and I'm not going to be jumping off any cliffs or uh, calling for, you know, changes in Dallas anytime soon, but they need to get it together quickly. They need to get it together quickly. And the same exact thing can be said for my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This was an interesting game. It was really, it was, look, it, it was a lot of fun to see Tom Brady finally take the field in a Buccaneer uniform for me. I'm a Bucs fan. Uh, it was not a lot of fun for my fiance, who is a uh, New England Patriots fan, has been forever, uh, loves Tom Brady. She was struggling a bit at the beginning of this game to see Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform. Uh, she's on record saying that she would much rather have him retired than see him play other places. Um, it just hurts for her, so I get it. Doesn't hurt bad enough, I guess, for her to not make fun of me a little bit because she did share some pretty funny memes early on, and she's had jokes ever since. Uh, all in good fun, though. I might post some of the things that my fiancé, soon-to-be wife, actually, 19 days away from our wedding, uh, sends to me. She's, she's funny. So Tom Brady and the, the Bucks go into New Orleans, and in a very sim similar situation with the Cowboys going into uh, Los Angeles and Houston going into Kansas City, you've got new pieces on offense. You've got struggling offense taking on a very, very solid team. I don't think anyone would be surprised if New Orleans ends up in the Super Bowl this year. I said it on this show. My Super Bowl pick was the Baltimore Ravens and the New Orleans Saints. I did say that Tampa was going to win the division. We'll see about that. <laughs> uh, if they don't get it together, they're not winning anything. Uh, but I will say this. You saw flashes of greatness at times throughout the game with Tom Brady and potential for what that offense could be. Ronald Jones had a couple of really decent runs. So did Leonard Fournette. He had one or two pretty good ones. Chris Godwin had some pretty nice catches. Mike Evans and uh, 
Rob Gronkowski were just not present for vast majority of the game. And you can't have that. Like, you, you can't go into the third quarter without Mike Evans having a catch. Now, he had two targets earlier on in the game that were big pass interference calls. That can't happen. But, as do the Cowboys, the Bucks need to improve. And they need to improve fast. Because if not, this whole Tampa Tom Brady situation experiment is going to unravel fairly quickly if they don't improve. Now, do I think that they can improve? Absolutely. Do I think they will improve? Yes. I think they get the chance to go home now next week, week two, hosting Carolina. And then I think you're going to see a much different Tampa Bay offense. Play calling is going to be a little bit cleaner. Some of that stuff will get cleaned up and it just takes time. It takes reps. It takes experience with these guys. And it's not just with Tampa. It's with everybody. Anyone whose team kind of struggled a little bit this week, I'm not going to overreact on anybody. Arizona beat San Francisco. Does anyone honestly think that the Arizona Cardinals are a better team than the San Francisco 49ers? I know the addition of DeAndre Hopkins is huge, especially in this game. Uh, I don't have the stat line in front of me, but I believe he had 13 catches uh, and two touchdowns, I believe. But, I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy. So much craziness in week one, and everyone is ready to throw out their Super Bowl picks and pick new division winners. It's, it's kind of crazy. So my takeaway from week one is that, yep, the offenses that rely on timing and rhythm and experience and, and, and all that struggled. And some of the defenses that have been together for a while had the upper hand. At me, on Twitter, at the NFL Rundown if you have a different take. All right, I want to go over my picks that I did last week. I've got about five minutes left in the show. So I want to go over a couple of things. Uh, I mean, that, it's a great segue into my first pick. Uh, you know, last week I picked the Bucks and the Saints game. Uh, I said Saints 27, Bucks 21. I said that on Friday. So that's not me trying to backpedal on anything. Fairly close. New Orleans 34, final score 34 23 over the Bucks. So that's one right. Uh, and then everyone spent the entire offseason saying that the Vikings were going to be the better team in the NFC North over the Packers. What do you know? 43-34 Packers. I picked them to win that division too, by the way. Uh, my, my pick was a bit under on the points. I said Packers 14, Minnesota 10. 43-34 with a Packer victory on the road in Minnesota. That's a statement. Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of this team. And then my upset pick went a little sideways. I picked the Atlanta Falcons to beat the Seattle Seahawks, and the number I threw out there was 34 to 10. Yeah, that's not what happened. Atlanta kind of got pushed around a bit in their own building. Seattle traveling all the way across the country in the era of COVID to play the early game on the East Coast and wins the game 38 to 25. Russell Wilson's a beast. You know, I, like I said, I picked the Saints to be in the Super Bowl from the NFC. I mean, the Seahawks could do it. The Seahawks could definitely do it, for sure. You know, if they play as well as they did yesterday, and I know they played against Atlanta, which a lot of people aren't picking, 
And I said last week that I think Atlanta will be a decent team this year. Man, they looked good. They looked so good. Excited. So many great games. We got two more games coming up. We got Monday Night Football doubleheader tonight. We've got Pittsburgh taking on the Giants and Tennessee taking on Denver. Uh, I have Saquon Barkley in my fantasy league, and I'm winning that matchup at the moment. Uh, As long as he has a decent game, I should take that one. I picked him number two overall. Christian McCaffrey was already gone. And then, yeah, Tennessee and Denver. Gonna be some fun games. I think the fiance is gonna watch Dancing with the Stars, so I'll be watching it on my phone. Anyways, all right, I'm gonna get out of here before I start rambling. Like I said, guys, do not overreact. Anyone tells you that your team is garbage after week one is overreacting, in my opinion, in most cases. Um, I mean, obviously, poor performances from teams like Cleveland, New, uh, you know, New York, the Jets. There, um, I would have some questions about Indianapolis too, if Jacksonville is able to, you know, take the victory there, but we'll see. And is Chicago for real? I don't know. We'll see what happens there. I didn't even mention Cam Newton in New England. Before we get out of here, actually, I want to talk about that real quick. How smug do you think Bill Belichick is this morning? Like, seriously. Signing Cam Newton. I know there was, like, a thing after the game that he was... Uh, you know, arguing with someone. I'm not entirely sure what that was all about. I haven't looked into it yet. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look into it and maybe I'll tweet out an article or two that I find. But as far as the game performance goes, I know they played Miami, but they looked pretty decent. I mean, you can't argue that. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Anyways, thank you so much for checking out the podcast today, guys. Again, make sure you're subscribed so you never miss one of these episodes. Uh, We'll be back on Wednesday with some middle-of-the-week updates uh, and get you guys starting to get past this opening week and getting ready, looking forward to week two. That's going to be on Wednesday. We'll see you guys around. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. And as always, one love. One love.